This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. We're going to read out of the New Living Translation because new life means new living. It says it wonderfully over uh, here in Luke's Gospel, chapter 13. I'm going to be reading from verses 1 through 8, and then we are going to trust the work of the Holy Ghost to lead and guide us into all the truth that's appropriate for us right now. About this time, Jesus was, and I'll tell you how exacting God is, uh, you know, in this, uh, this is a, this is a, what they call a one-year Bible. If you just follow, it's already a pre-planned program for you. I recommend you get something like this for your children. Uh, it will, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you what now. Having a road through the swamp is a whole lot easier than just slugging around. You know, a way that's prepared for you. This is Old Testament, New Testament, Psalms and Proverbs. And once a day, just once a day, just like your daily vitamins or your this or that, that's a daily routine, 10 minutes, 15 minutes at the most, uh, will get you through the whole Bible in one year. There's nothing more beneficial to, your, to our life than reading through the Bible, just simply reading the Bible, letting the Holy Ghost speak to you from the Bible. Not studying the Bible, just reading the Bible. Just being in the proximity of what God has said, you will hear what God is saying. Without a plan, without a clear-cut plan, if you're like, uh, uh, if you're, uh, like me and most people, you know, uh, we don't make any progress without a real plan. And following that plan. You know, if you go to, you spend all this money and all this time, all this, all this time and energy on a higher education and living low, because this is the highest education you can get. You're going you're gonna to highly develop that mind, which is going to give you lots of problems if it's not counterbalanced with the spirit. Your soul, it all puffed up. Are you listening? And think that, that anyhow, let's move forward. Not against education, but you need to be a total package. Don't be, don't be ignorant and, and pay a cost, uh, the, the ultimate price where that is concerned because my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge and got degrees hanging on the wall. Are you listening? And your life coming all apart. Priorities are wrong. Get the degree on the wall, but know it all. Uh, don't, don't forget to get your doctorate in life. In real life. <clears throat> Bruce, that was just such good preaching. I mean, you know, you, you ought to just shout over that. Never mind that they just sit there like a stone. It's okay. You didn't come to make them happy. Anyhow, you came to please God today. Thank you very much. Yes. Good job, boy. Amen. Good job. We could go home right now. About this time, Jesus was informed that Pilate had murdered some people from Galilee as they were sacrificing at the temple in Jerusalem. 
Do you think those Galatians were worse sinners than other people from Galilee, he asked? Is that why they suffered? Not at all. And you will also perish unless you turn from your evil ways and turn to God. And what about the 18 men who died when the Tower of Siloam fell on them? Were they the worst sinners in Jerusalem? No, I tell you again that unless you repent, you will also perish. Now he's dealing with a religious idea that bad things happen to bad people. And only bad people. But he's saying, I'm going to remind you in this life, it's a measured distance. The race does not run on forever. There's a course that's set. And the danger is, is that there's someone who wants to destroy you while you're running that race. He said, get the bigger picture here is not who's good or who's bad. He said, understand, we're all going to die. Live in the light. To really live, you have to, you have to live in the light that you're going to die. <clears throat> How would you live if you knew you're going to die? One translation says this. Uh, he puts the word e- eternal in there. Because see, to live ignorant that life is actually eternal. We can't afford that kind of not knowing. We can't afford that kind of not knowing for ourselves. We can't afford that kind of not knowing for others. Well, how can you come to those kind of conclusions? Because Jesus didn't separate, start a new subject matter. He said then, after he'd said this, he continued on and he said, he could have said, let me illustrate this for you. This is kingdom. This is what it's like. He said a man, then Jesus used this illustration. A man planted a fig tree in his garden and came again and again to see if there was any fruit on it. But he was always disappointed. Finally, he said to his gardener, I've waited three years and there hasn't been a single fig. Cut it down. It's taking up space we can use for something else. The gardener answered, give it. One more chance. The title of this message today is One More Chance. Leave it another year and I'll give it special attention and plenty of fertilizer. If we get figs next year, fine. If not, you can cut it down. We ask your help, Holy Ghost. Isn't it funny that the God of measureless mercy and boundless love, the God that grants lifetimes of chances to change tells a story that comes down to one more chance. Not two or four, not seven or eight, one more. Planted a fig tree. Granted 
a place on the planet, a grace and a space. How we tend to wish living undisturbed, going around, going along, singing our song. And it is actually the mercy, it is the great love, it is the goodness, it is the grace of God to bring an interruption before the destruction. You know, we're living in this church under a prophetic word. This is the year. Everybody say, this is the year. See, the, 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 the Bible says, my spirit will not always strive with man. Before that time, Adam lived 900 and something years. This one lived 700 something then 500 something years then 300 something years and then the flood in Noah and God said my spirit is not always going to strive with man there's not going to be this unending you got time to, to get it right I'm going to set a boundary on lives 120 years yeah. another place with the rebellious and those that rejected God that time and time again he tested them and they failed to mix faith with what they heard. They saw his miracles and they received his goodness and his graciousness. But he was proving their heart. And to them, he said, all right, you've rejected me now. I'm rejecting my offer of 120. I'm sentencing you to 70. 80 at the most if you're real stubborn and strong. But my spirit will not always strive. There come some times in our life when someday turns into this day. But this day is in the context God will forewarn us to say this year. Careful you pay attention to what I'm telling you today. Prophetic word, this is the year, great year. Special attention year. You know, there is a work of the Holy Spirit. It's not my job. It's not your job. Change people. That's the work of God. But there is a work of the Holy Spirit where God will even be interrupted by his own self. Where he say, just a minute. Just one more chance. Just a little more time. Just give it one more year, one more cycle of let me, let me work the soil. Let me give it special attention. Let me, let me see if this seed will bring the fruit that you're looking for. See, because God is looking for fruit. God is not unkind or unjust in asking something of us because of what he has done for us and given us. It's not just, Lord, I need you to bless me. God says, I am more than willing to bless you, but remember that the end of that is that I want you to become a blessing for me. A witness for me. 
Oh, there is a work of the Holy Spirit. We can, you know, be careful about denying the one that's been sent to help you. Be careful about, about grieving the one who has been sent to help you, to strengthen you. Don't hurt his feelings. Don't, don't just relegate him down to, ah, oh, that's just the preacher. Yes, it is. The ultimate preacher and teacher. The Holy Spirit of God. There is a work of the Holy Spirit where it comes in the form of a divine disruption. He says, let me give it special attention. Let me dig around it. Another translation says, I'm going to dig around it. You know, there are disruptions, thank God, before the destruction that God is trying to get our attention. It's not the devil. It's God. It's not the devil. It's God. Better a little tap on the behind now than a lifetime sentence to a little cell somewhere else. Better a little correction of the foolishness now while the bendable and mokable and moldable until you become such a fool that you go your own way and it's so strong that then you're suddenly broken and there's no remedy for that. See, because God knows it's the root. The Holy Spirit knows it's the root where, because there's no fruit. It's the root. It's the root. Because there's no fruit. See, God isn't fooled by the outside. He knows the inside. But it's still what's on the inside will show up on the outside. God is looking for fruit. It said he came again and again. The fruit of the kingdom. Are you a producer or just a consumer? Do you get the grace to just take up space or is there, are we making room for more? Is it just me and no more? Or at the minimum at least a few, four, Three or four. You know, we're called to his cause. We're blessed to become a blessing. We serve his purpose to worship him and witness for him and have people for our lives. Have someone to show for it all, produce and reproduce. You know, he, the Bible says, came again and again and he wanted to see. God wanted to see if there was any fruit. Well, maybe next time. You know, when he comes and we say, well, God, you know, I'm going to do it someday. Some, sometime. Yes, I will. There were two sons. One said, no, I won't go work. But later changed his mind and went. And there was one that said, yes, I will, but never did. Jesus told that story and said, which one did the will of his father? People for your life. He came again and again and he wanted to see if there was any fruit. And then until finally, until finally it came down to cut it down. One more chance to change. Sometimes life comes down and we know that when, you know, we're, 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 at, and we're at a crossroads. And let me recommend this cross over for your life. 
I don't have to... I do not have to bear witness to the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is bearing witness to what I'm saying right now. Because it has been said to me, so I'm saying it to you. Let me recommend that when you're at a crossroads that you come to the cross and cross over. And remember what this, there was a laying down of our life in order to take up his life. Don't misunderstand this. This is, this is not something you wear around your neck or pat or, or have, a pat, have a patch on your purse and you flash this conveniently in times of turmoil and trouble. There's a little more to it than that. God did not send a cross. God sent his son to that cross. And that same son said, if you're going to be a follower of me, you have to take up your cross, just as I've taken up mine. At some point in time, the reason I went to the cross was for you. At some point in time, you're going to have to go to the cross, not just for me, not just for God, but for the people of your life. You know, many of us, and, and God allows that, doesn't he? He said three years. He goes, three years. You know, three is a number of completeness and perfection where God is concerned. Three times I've come, three years I've come, and, and, and I've heard him say, just a little more time, just someday. Yeah, someday. See, just a little more time was, is God's always willing to wait just a little more time, but sometimes that turns into just one more time. This is the year. I need to see something. I need to see if you're serious or not about me. I'm talking to people that may have been in church all their life and been in, raised by Christian families. And they've heard it and heard it and heard it and heard it and heard it. But you need to listen today. See, just a little more time. There's still time to turn. And you know, I hate using this phrase, but honestly, turn or before you burn. Because Jesus said in another place, he said, every branch that is connected to me and stays connected to me. I mean, even my cell phone can be plugged into the wall and if the connection isn't good, you wake up in the morning and it's dead. The phone's good, the battery's good, the possibility and probability did everything right, but they're not, it was a failed connection. It looked right, but it weren't right, because what? The phone is dead, unusable. Jesus said in another place, if you remain vitally, it's vital that you stay connected with me. That the life that you're living is being drawn out of my life. That there is this connection and all that you need to live, you're getting that from me, your source. See? And what will happen is you'll bear fruit. There'll be fruit. I'll, we'll, they'll have something to show for it. There'll be more than just a vine with no fruit, a fig tree with no figs, a life lived for oneself, but no one 
else to show for it. He said one vines and branches that don't produce will be cut off. And they'll be thrown in the fire and they'll be burned. We don't have time to go into all that, but he's speaking temporally and eternal there. Suppose it's true. Suppose it's actually God right here, right now, speaking to you. This is it. It's just this year here to here. That now's the time. That today is the day of salvation. To respond to God. To step up or to step aside. That you grow or you go. Today, if you hear his voice, Pastor Ron's going to come. You know, I had some staples. We were in a car wreck and I had some staples put in my head. The choice was I can give you a shot and numb it and you won't feel a thing, just the shot, but that'll hurt. Or you can just have the staples that'll hurt just as much as the shot. But it'll only be one step. I said, how many staples? He said, six or seven. Well, I counted each one. <laughs> click, click, one. Click, click, two. Click, click, three. Click, click, four. Click, click, five. My heart's rejoicing. Oh, it's almost over. Click, click, five. Click, click, six. Click, click, seven. Somebody lied. Click, click, eight. My God. I should have took the shot. Click, click, nine. Jesus just helped me through this. Click, click, ten. You know, times like this when it's, when the Holy Ghost is heavy, we need to get this over with. Because God's been waiting and watching and the Holy Ghost has been working. And today, if you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. Please don't wait till it's too late. Get it right with God. See, because God wants to know, and we have got to show some signs. The Bible says, repent, turn to God, stop saying someday it is today. Well, I'm not going to hold you back. You know you need to respond to God. Every head is bowed, every eye is closed. Now, specifically, the first response to God, if you have never asked Jesus into your heart to lead you, be your Lord and Savior, And that's the first call. And if you're hearing what I'm saying, I want you to raise your hand. You're ready to respond to God. The only response I'm asking for is you lift your hand to God. Say, preacher, pray for me. I need Jesus.
God bless you. Thank you. Second call is along the same lines. You might, you're not where you want to be where God is concerned. I, I don't know to know the details. But I'll tell you this, I believe there are people here that God has called and called and called not only to himself, but also that he might send you out to preach, to be a witness for him. That you want God to work for you, but you have not been willing to work for God. I've got to talk directly. I have to speak strongly right now. I'm not going to mess up the moment. That's you. Why don't you lift up your hand? You're ready to respond to God. Listen, God's not going to give you some of your waiting on all the details. You have enough details right now. God's saying, this is the year. I need a yes or a no. I need to know, are you yes or are you no? I've put something special on your life. There's a stirring. I'm stir- I've been stirring the soil around you and all the crap that you think has been happening from the devil this dissatisfaction these disruptions this other things not working out this this stinks see it's God it's God working right now it's God calling you need to get your hand in there I'm going to pray a prayer for you because I'll tell you what now he's going to give He's given grace right now for change. you got one more chance to change. And listen, does it come down to one chance? One more chance? I believe that. I also believe that, boy, sometimes when we refuse the door, we walk through there and God doesn't deal with us no more. He doesn't deal with us no more like that. That there's a dis- we, we go through the door of, uh, through that door of decision and a deception moves in on our life. We've been deceived into saying no to God and a deception moves in our life and God lets us eat the fruit of our own way instead of His way. You need to get your hand in the air right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I loose this people. I I destroy every lie, every deception. God, right now, shine a light at the end of the tunnel. Hands up all over the house. Now listen, I'm going to ask you to do one more thing. You got your hand in the air. I tell you what, now listen, you need to show. Listen, if you're serious about God, stand up where you are. Your hand, follow your hand up towards God. You got your hand lifted into yes to God. Follow your hand. Don't take this lightly. I'm going to tell you what now. You're going to say, well, I can do that privately. No, today it's public. Today. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus. I am God's. I belong to Him. Today's the day I'm going to publicly respond to God. It's not going to be in my heart and listen, and not in my life anymore. All right. Everybody satisfied with where they are? I'm going to pray right now. And this heavy work of the Holy Ghost is going to go out. See, it's plant time. It's, it's, it's time. A new year, a new crop's going to come in. And I'll tell you this much. Listen to me now. You either listen to me. This is strong. I'm, I'm not here to... I, I, God said, I waited and waited and waited. See, the foolish son fools away the seed time. He doesn't understand that there's a harvest coming whether you plant seeds or you don't plant seeds. But when spring comes and when the seed time comes, that that my yes to God is a seed and my no to God is a seed. And it will reap a harvest down the line. 
I'm going to tell you what, if you, listen, you know, if no other reason, I thank God if you're still sitting, you're sitting there because you find, because that's where you're at. But I'm going to tell you what now, there's some of you that are still sitting that you are, that you are, that if you stay sitting, are you listening? You're going to stay in what you've always been in. This year is going to be no different than the other year. This someday will never come for you. It'll be, any, it'll be something that you just chase the rest of your time. Today is the day. Because I'm going to tell you what, some are going to take the high road and some are going to take the low road this year. Some are going to have, have great things to show for their life. Some of it the, will be good and some of it won't be good. Not so good. You think it over right now. Look at your life right now. Right here, right now. Hear what the Holy Ghost is saying. I'm going to pray right now. Father, in the name, if you need to be standing, you need to do that right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I know that you're stirring hearts. You see lives. You're looking at our lives. You want to do more. You want to be more. You want us to have more of you God we thank you for that for every person that is in this house today that's never accepted you as their savior we pray this prayer Jesus pray it with me Jesus come into my life take my life take over be my Lord save me deliver me heal me set my feet on the right road lead me guide me and I'll serve you I thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for writing my name down in the Lamb's book of life. Thank you, I say I'm saved. I say you're my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.